Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Wednesday's edition of Red Pill Tamales. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. It's your boy Chingo Bling. We got Juan Perez in the building. What's up, what's up? Comedian Juan Perez. Is that um, on a budget episode? Why is that? It's what's a free episode, dog? What, what's, what's bootleg about it? Some bootleg? No, no bootleg. Oh, okay. Just saying. He said it's, it's on a budget. It's that free version. Oh, bro. he calling y'all bootleg, yeah. saying you can't afford to get the exclusive Patreon <laughs> version where we really go in. For when you say it like that, it sounds like I'm attacking the audience. A little bad. bit. <laughs> yeah, this the bootleg version. This the bootleg version. This the free one. But hey. You get half the stuff. You know, you get the... <clears throat> You don't get our full attitude. Y'all got to forgive Juan. He is a comedian. He has dark humor. Uh, speaking of comedy, shout out to everybody. Came out to the five shows in Denver. Uh, Javi Luna and myself killed the stage. Looking forward to coming back next year. The feedback was great. Uh, looking forward to cooking up some new merch and new jokes and just a new overall experience. Uh, definitely want to do it bigger. And before we move on to all the stories today, like, for example... I don't know if y'all heard about this gentleman, Ray Epps. He was over there at the Capitol. He was telling people, we need to go inside the building. Like, we're going to talk about that because they gave him a little slap on the wrist. Um, also, Senator John Fetterman, he's a dude from Pennsylvania. He's always wearing hoodies. And they changed all the rules to let him keep wearing his hoodie. So we'll, we'll see how, how y'all feel about it. Uh, also, breaking news, man. Cargo operations shut down in El Paso at the International Bridge. And what does that mean for you? Why did they shut it down? What the hell's going on in El Paso? We're going to talk about it. Uh, but Denver, uh, bro, they got a fire Cuban restaurant. I mentioned it on Coffee the Time. Marisol, she gave me a look. It's called uh, Cuba, Cuba. Cuba, Cuba. Yeah, so like Cuba, Cuba. And um, bro, they man, they got it going on with the food. The first, Okay, I don't even want to say what I had because I had to keep going back. I had to eat every day, Mighty Soil, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> dude, the first day I got this sandwich called pan con bistec. It's basically like a piece of steak in a sandwich, and it's so off the chain. It was, like, ridiculous. It, it, I seriously, I was like, man, compliments to Julio, whoever, whatever chef y'all got back there. Um, it, I thought I was in Miami, bro. Like, that sandwich was off the chain. Um I think the next day I had a different kind of like steak, like it comes with like rice and stuff like that. But it was called um, steak sure. palomia, and uh, it was off the chain. But the best one of all, my <laughs> was probably like, "Damn, you was eating now?" Yeah, I had to. I was. I can't cook in the hotel. Cuban meat, dude. The last day, I had a, a dish called vaca frita. Lord have mercy. Like a ton of onions, a ton of grilled onions, garlic, like this sauce. Dang. Bro, it was like ridiculous. Like the steak was just like sitting oh, in that water in, in that Dang. onion juice and that garlic. Oh my god! Ah. And then of course they got some fire Cuban coffee. So every morning it's like there was there was a Starbucks right across the street, and it's like man, you got the Cuban coffee right next door. Like mm-hmm. that hotel, I told my so like please put us at that hotel because it's like right across from everything. Um, Right across from the Target, which I thought I was boycotting them, but I still had to. I had to go get a couple things. <laughs> I had to give in. You gave in. I gave in. You but gave um, in the And speaking of giving in, man, um, you know Denver, they got some nice souvenirs out there. You know, people just bringing you stuff. Like Javi went to the dispensary three times. Uh, people hooking us up with things, pre rolls and things, CBD, and. Um, couldn't bring it on a plane, bro. So I was just trying to, like, see, you know, I'm just like, damn, bro, who do I? I'm just going to leave it. I, I, like, threw stuff away. It was it was sad. Yeah. It was like, hello, darkness, my old friend. 
It was all free stuff too, huh? Yeah, I didn't pay for any of that. Dang. I didn't pay for any. even uh, my, my boy Scribe. He hooked he hooked me up with some stuff. Oh, Scribe uh, was there. That didn't go to waste. Yeah, he was there Friday. He was at the late show Friday where there was a disruption. There was like a table being real dis- disruptive, and um, it's good practice for me because it's like, hey, dude, don't reinforce that behavior. Like, don't acknowledge them, you know. But sometimes you kind of go off the cuff, and it's like, I get it. It's your birthday, you know. Chill. I'm gonna shout you out, like. And then you gave them that attention, and then it just, next thing you know, they're putting out $100 bills. Next thing you know, they want you to go give the lady a lap dance. Next thing you know, you're just out trying to earn a little extra money. Um, <laughs> but but anyway, uh, it, it was fun overall. So my point was, like, Scribe went to a show. It was, like, kind of got derailed a little bit, you mm-hmm. know. So sorry, Scribe. It's always, like, the members of the Thea that it's, like, I went, but the one I went to, there was a lady yelling stuff out. What did she yell at? No, that, th- oh, they were just overall. Like, I'm like, just yeah. saying, oh, like, for example, yeah. yeah. I, I started thinking about, uh, never mind. <laughs> so, so you went to San Antonio. Yeah, I went to San Antonio to see my son. I had to see my son and get him pants for school because mom was asking if I can get some pants for school. But they had to be very specific. So I was like, look. Was I'm it like, a hunt? Were you having to go a lot of places or? We went to a couple, but the messed up thing was, even when I went, I got all the specifics she asked for. Mm-hmm. When I left, I got a text message, hey, these pants are the wrong pants. And I was like, I what was do? wrong about them, bro? Even if you did all she that. She sent me all the guidelines and stuff from the school. I was like, uh, this would have been helpful before I got the pants. Gave you the guidelines you. after the fact. Yeah, just to be like, hey, you got it in the wrong shit. I was like, you could have you could have started with the, the list. I mean, okay, it's cool though. It's cool. Takaron, bro. Takaron. That's why that's why Denver was relaxing. Um, I'll just I'll just put it to you like that. Nah, but I miss I miss my family. So yeah, it's good to be home. Uh, next stop, Vegas fight weekend for Big Cinnamon fight weekend, and then after that we end the tour in San Antonio. Uh, so y'all be ready, man. We got the Red Pill Blend coffee on deck, so we will be energized. All right, so let you want to get into this madness. Also, one other thing, we'll be dropping like a whole bunch of new sketches and stuff. So make sure to sk- uh, share all those things, guys. Let everybody know. If you think they're funny, send them out, man. Like tell your friends, tag them and stuff. Just let them see the see what you think is funny. Yeah, for real. Yeah, because because you know because like like for example, we had a uh, like a family get together yesterday as soon as I landed and one of my cousins was like, "Hey man, so you don't do like no more videos and stuff dressed as chingo no more?" Like I forget sometimes. Like to me it's like I'm chingo. You know what I mean? It's like I'm chingo all the time. I mean not like performing, like uh, sometimes I'm just yeah. dad or Pete or whatever, but it's like it's kind of a reminder like, "Oh wait, to the to the common eye, it's like if you don't see it's almost like, where's the grill? Where's Cleto? Where's the tamale? You know what I mean? Where's this? Where's the hat? Where's the... And it's like, if do you want me to wear that like all the time? Well, that like, it's almost like, why you don't drop videos no more? It's like, bro, we create so much content. Really? And it's like, oh, it's because you don't see like a pair of boots. You think it just doesn't count? Yeah, it's different things. You're different things to different people. Some people see you as Mado. Some people see you as Juve. El Rey Some de Foreplay. Some you. See you Neighborhood as comedian, The podcaster. A bunch of stuff. So I, I feel like we've barely scratched the surface on stand-up. Because like we've been doing killer shows for like nine, what eight, nine years straight. But it's like it's almost like a lot of people are like, dude, 
man, this show was great. This is my first time seeing you do stand-up. Or, like, I didn't even know you did this and, like, stuff like that. So Which is kind of good, though, because then like it was in the early, those are in the early years that they didn't really get to see you. So now when they see you, it's like, bro, you're so good at this. It's because it's like... Polish, yeah. more years. Technique. Technique, baby. <laughs> so, um, so Ray Epps, were you familiar with him? Uh, no. You had never heard of him? Mm-mm. Uh, which is crazy. That means that like the lame, the super normies really don't know. Who I just that don't is. know his name. I know, I know who he is now when we were talking about it, but I was like, oh, I just didn't know his name. Like, I well, because the mainstream media don't want to make him famous. Uh, long story short, he's important because like half the country believes that what the riot that happened in January on January sixth or whatever was like the worst day since 9-11 worst day since Pearl Harbor they literally were trying to take over some stuff insurrection <clears throat> yeah and then the other half of the country's kind of like nah bro it was all kind of people then people got let in misled people getting 20 years for shaking the fence like people getting all these all this time for walking around taking selfies and then leaving basically if you were in a certain amount of radius you were you were blamed for whatever happened inside the- unless your name was Ray Epps yeah. a man who was on tape Literally, like telling people, we need to go in there. And literally, literally, I saw the video when that happened. Like, and I still remember to this day where he's like, "We need to go in there." And it was, that's a fed. People <laughs> like, in the background are like, "That's a fed." <laughs> that's a fed. Like, bro, come on. Man. So yeah, so that's like the perfect segue because one half of the country understands. Like every time they ask, you know, the three letter agencies, like, hey, how many of y'all's people were mixed in the crowd? Oh, we can't answer that. Oh, why you can't just say no, you know, Mm -hmm. or like, no, we had none. Um, Mm -hmm. So in other words, it's crazy how the media led people to this point where one half of the country is like, bro, they literally got let in. They didn't have no weapons, really. The only ones that died were them, the protesters. You know what I mean? They were, like, aggravating them. Like, where's the footage? Where's the 40,000 hours of tape? Why won't they show people how they got let in and, and, and all those things and how many Antifa were mixed in? And the other half is like, you're crazy. Really, bro? You're telling me that it was just a big psyop hoax meant to look people make people look bad? So Ray Epps got hit with, like, a... A slap on the wrist, some kind of like little misdemeanor of some sort, uh, which is crazy. While other people are lost, jobs like twenty years for not jail, even being there. And so the main guy that made people do stuff, and the main guy who he even texted uh, his nephew, like, "Yeah, dude, I started it. Like, I, I set it off. Like, I made it happen." Um, hours and hours of footage of him just walking around. We need to go in there, like almost as if. That was his job. So basically, if you take this just at what it is, face value of like, if 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 our if our agencies have been weaponized against the people, this would show something like that because it's like you had. So let's say if he, I'm not saying he is, allegedly he's an FBI agent or working with them, mm-hmm. inform whatever he is. He goes in, makes everybody do stuff. Tell, tells everybody we should go in there, go in there. We go in there. <laughs> Don't cause say we. Whole riot. <laughs> cause the whole riot stuff or whatever, the insurrection. Uh, and then they blame Trump, blame everybody else. That Any, was, anyone, the, the who people, could, anyone who supports anybody, him. Anybody that was just there supporting, like, just like, oh, my God. We I went to protest. hear the speech. We got to hear the speech. You yeah. gotta do it. And then they all get real Show our numbers. Time. First Amendment. He gets the slap on the wrist. But if he is an FBI agent or informant or whatever he is, then that means that they've you they've literally 
weaponized to do something to the public. The ones that were there, that were innocent, that weren't part of anything. Weaponized it to put them in prison, make them lose their jobs and different stuff. And this guy gets off scot-free. And scare them from ever challenging or protesting. Something that they truly feel like there's a ton of evidence. It's like, I think we have a good reason to be here. So the ones freedoms that we always talked about, like, man, no, we're free here. Yeah, like, First Amendment. Like, yeah, the right to assemble and the right to protest and the right to We're teetering freedom on the of line speech. of like, wait a minute, something's wrong here. So just looking at this discrepancy, you could see there's, there's, uh, there's some, something very wrong. Something very wrong. Yeah. Yeah, we shall see. Um, let us know what y'all think, man. Like, do y'all think it was just that giving him the slap on the wrist was a way to be like, I know everybody's thinking this guy. It's weird that, that like the mainstream media and like the Democrats are like praising this guy. He's just a good old fashioned, you know, they're like sticking up for this one dude. And they finally gave him a slap on the wrist. Just could they could be like, all right, we know a lot of people are thinking he's like, you know, a little setup type of guy going in there to be a provocateur well it's not true because he actually got a little ticket a misdemeanor yeah and one, <laughs> and one of the main things is is i know some people are like but why do we care why should we care why should we it affects you it doesn't it doesn't affect us it doesn't affect it doesn't affect you now but think about it like this those people that just wanted to go see the speech and maybe maybe they were there just to be like man i want to be a part of history like because yeah be, i was there when this happened or when yeah. when trump got kicked out or whatever i was there to see whatever and you might not have even been there for any kind of other support but you sh you showed up to the premises within like the hundred radius it was a hundred i don't know it pretty much There's bro like a, people that weren't even there got got picked up right you could be walking on a sidewalk you could be walking on the sidewalk yeah. somewhere or in the park or something, and they still could have got you because you were on film there around the area. So you and then the cell phones tell your location. and all. So it's one of those things where it's like, this happened around you. You just wrong place, wrong time. You're you're going to prison for two years. I don't no I don't even think that's like the um, the most convincing way that it will affect people. I think the way it'll affect people, like for sure, is like. Next time there's something you don't like and you want to go protest, like... Masking up again. Or, or no, I'm just saying it depends. It depends, like, if it's allowed. Like, if it's like, what are you protesting for? Okay, yes, that's fine. Even if we're in a pandemic. That, oh, wait, y'all are burning things? That's fine. That's fine. It's because it's for race. You know what I'm saying? It's against racism. And it's like, these people over here just got a flag and, and like a beanie and like a scarf like grandmas bro they were rounding up grandmas bro like kicking down doors well the flag is being persecuted like as if it's like a, 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 a as if it's like a what do you call it like a rebel flag and shit now nowadays the regular united states yeah, flag is basically being like that too checkmate checkmate it's uh, like bro when you can when you when people are like weaponizing the flag the united states flag and making it seem like it's a rebel flag it's like and they're brainwashing come on, man they're brainwashing the youth like college kids like have you seen clips of people that are like there are a lot of american flags on this block and i'm not sure i feel comfortable it's like yo who brainwashed you to think that it's like a racist symbol of hate speech 
And then hate speech is just a way of trying to get away, get rid of free speech. It's they like you just... The, they train the rainbow flag better than the fucking American flag, dude. Facts. He said it, not that's, me. That's uh, speaking of rainbow flags, John <laughs> Fetterman, nah, senator from Pennsylvania. If you don't know who he is, he's a dude that got the lump on his neck. He had the stroke at some point, like after he got in. And then when he was having to do like debates and speeches, he's like, oh, I got to use this machine that's going to like... It's like, it's AI, bro. You're using AI to feed you answers because you ain't all there and now it's like he don't look the same people like point out pictures it's like where are his tattoos and like where's the lump on the neck and then they made a new uh, rule for the senate like all right y'all y'all can wear whatever y'all want because fetterman like really needs to wear his hoodie come on son y'all oh my god they'll just let anybody be a politician these days bro when they when they're changing rules and it's something simple it's like so, like, if they're changing little rules, like, here and there for, like, stupid shit, like, hoodies in the fucking place, or, I don't know, like, definitions for Fauci, or, like, you know, like, I don't know, some would say, you know, like, certain, uh, kind of what they did to Trump, where they changed certain rules in legislation so that, the you know, the president couldn't, what's the word? Not overturn. Uh, yeah, what do you contest. Call it? Contest. And challenge. Certain things, you know. Whenever they start changing rules here and there, you see the playbook is like, we're going to change the goalpost and put it over here because it fits our agenda. It's like, dude, how many times are you going to be able to do that before the American people are like, wait a minute. Yeah, I don't Again? I don't. The way I look at this whole story about Fetterman and his hoodie is, is not so much like, I just think it's silly and ridiculous, like. All of a sudden, like, rules were so important for all these people. Like, it's, it's so uh, procedural and, like, symbolic. Like, hear ye, hear ye, nay, yay. You know what I'm saying? Like, the court, whatever, like, uh, you know, made the house, you know, speaker, speaker. It's all, like, formalities, right? And you got to dress a certain way. And then all of a sudden, this weird, random-ass dude from Pennsylvania that somehow won like gets to wear his hoodie and it's just like how how um it's like you it's like you babying them like you just treating them like a little like a like like how the kids go to school these days pajamas and hoodies and stuff yeah, you're like treating that. them like biden mush mush for brains pretty much um Basically. Yeah, so I don't know, man. He kind of looks a little bit different. I'm he's acting have, a lot different. I'm going to have to zoom in on his ears. He's, he's acting a lot different. Like, yeah, because, like, bro, he had a stroke of some sort. He And then he had, like, a mental health thing. He's more competent? But think about it, bro. Like, he was out of the public eye for a long time. Like, he had, like, a mental health thing. It might be the same guy. I don't know. Maybe he did just get his shit together. But, like, he was super out of the public eye. And then he just, like, pulls up in this, like, limo thing. And he, he gets out. And those are the first images. And it's like, it, is that is that him, bro? I want to know what kind of medication he's on. Like, that shit might be better than C4 for me. The shit they're giving shit, Brandon. Give me some of that. I'll wake up. Uh, speaking of Speaking of, like interesting people in politics um at the denver airport on i was traveling out on a monday which apparently is the the worst day to fly out of the airport it was literally a zoo bro like i got there maybe like it like 10 15 10 30 right my flight went to like i don't know new like 12 30 so i was like pretty early but i was sweating bullets because i get dropped off by uber and i'm looking for uh I see like this line like just flowing through the airport all on the sidewalk and I'm like 
uh is is this a lot is this for uh curbside check-in like what is this they're like nah this is tsa pre-check and i'm like y'all are all tsa pre-check like all y'all went through that program to like give your passport your thumb and all your info so you can get through quicker they know you're not a bad guy and i was like how where's the end of the line it's like they're like you gotta go in there and look way too i was like i'm not even tsa pre-check i was like i'm with clear who got where's the clear they're like uh i think they're letting us both share the line but there's like a clear line bro long story short man when i got into the line for the clear they have all the machines and then they were understaffed and i of course i made a comment like damn they look kind of understaffed and the gentleman behind me he's like everywhere you go how it is <laughs> and then and then i'm like and we all know why too so we and the uber driver we had a nice convo too about woke and how it's a poison how is it uh, one of your shows next year because but bro <laughs> you know how many people had two masks oh, like double like the one that goes like this and they're like and the face shield they pull it down to like show who they are because they're like <laughs> yeah it's me <laughs> and it's like it's the lib maga hat bro and it just makes me wonder when I see people wear them. I'm like, did you not hear that they don't really work? Starting and, up again, man. But some of these people never took them off, bro. Yeah, it's starting up again. Like, they're cranking it. Because it, it, I want to say like a month ago. Like, actually, right around the time, what's his name was saying? Uh, what's that one guy's name? Uh, AJ. AJ was saying, yeah. When AJ <laughs> was brought it up. I, I was like, oh, that's crazy. There's no way we're going to... And then I, I started going to the grocery store, and I was like, oh, I see three. What? Nah, the yeah. world? Hold up, dude. And the, then the next day, I saw more, and I was like, there's no way. You're like, I'm Pfizer stock. Everywhere, dude. You're like, Pfizer stock must have went I'm down. I'm like, what do y'all watch? What are y'all watching? What are y'all, where are y'all getting this? Where are you getting like, your information? Because everybody, like, on, I mean, everybody like, on the internet or social media, they're not wearing because they, you know, they know, like, a lot of it's bull- BS. So, like, everybody else, it's like, okay, what do y'all watch? Because it's, like, older people is what I was seeing. Like, a little bit of older people. So, I don't know if they're watching something else that's, like, I just saw hey, lives. stuff is starting up again. It's starting to ramp up. It's, it's uh, almost like it's flu season. It's flu season. It's COVID season, you know? And yeah. it's like, oh. I just saw li- lives and, like, misinformed minorities. Who Have are- you seen those clips, those little compilations that they've been having of, like, uh like Bill Gates and all the World Economic Forum motherfuckers all kind of like saying, yeah, when the next pandemic yeah, happens, yeah. when the next pandemic, when, 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 mm-hmm. it's like, oh, y'all. And it, and it used to be like, we can remember it had been ages since the last one, I think, mm-hmm. unless unless they consider like swine flu well, since and the whole bird flu. thing happened, that's whenever it went away completely for a while. Uh-huh. Whenever, like whenever, they stopped whenever, pushing. Uh, the, yeah, whenever Putin like they're like, no, we need y'all to focus on this. Yeah, focus on this guy. Send them money. New shiny Not object. Hawaii. Somebody else. Like, you know. New shiny object just dropped. Yeah, there's so much controversy with the Hawaii stuff. Like, the, uh, the authorities not letting people get by, film. They can't get close. Like, you can't get in. Yeah, that's getting weird because we still got a lot of missing kids. And now we now they're cutting off the media from there. So now they're doing stuff there. And now we don't know. And so people that are actually live there and stuff. Who knows what's happening now? I mean, how many people were displaced and, like, how many people survived that are, like... Or at least <coughs> at least relatives to, like, like you would be inheriting it or your family's property. Like, they just not let nobody... Like, what about the houses that did survive? Can those people go in? Like, hey, I, I live there. My house... My, they miss my house. 
Yeah, no. Well, it depends on if they sold it or not, or if they they kept their land. You know, maybe oh. maybe like a certain thing. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out like the whole part about like they're keeping people out, and it's like, well, who's allowed in? And wouldn't some people have a need to get in there? I don't know. Uh, this right here is some little bit of Texas border fiasco. Uh, cargo operations shut down in El Paso at the International Bridge, um, and that the people were pulled off the line to go back up Border Patrol to help with processing. And there's like a thousand mic, whatever you want to call them, illegals, up against the uh, shout to the Border Patrol. Um, <laughs> Wait, what was that? Oh, oh, that's your plaque. Oh, yeah, this that's right the here. Yeah, this that, that right there. September 2023, on behalf of the RGV sector. What's that Thanks, Chingo Blaine. Green and what? Uh, green, green family. Green family. Honor first. Green. Anyway, shout out to them, man. They put. They're our first line of the defense. Big green machine. They're putting. They're putting that work. And I know. I know. Uh, a lot of Mexicans get triggered because they think like those people. You know, like you're a bootlicker if you support them because those people are mean to minorities because a wall is racist and things like that. But what these Mexicans don't understand because they don't really know, they don't pay attention, yeah. or they don't look into it, is it ain't even really Mexicans coming. Like, Mexicans are the ones that's like, no, tienes que pedir permiso. Like, you got to go through all the tramites. Like, there's people waiting in line. Sure, there's Mexican illegals as well, right? But right now, it's like mostly other than Mexican. It's like all these other countries, countries y'all can't even pronounce. So my point is, when you hate on the Border Patrol or when you're super pro- open border i guess what you're not understanding is like you're kind of adversely hurting mexicans not only like the kids that are getting uh, trafficked and stuff like that but like people in mexico all throughout mexico are like bro we got all these people in our town like you know they they turned the the rec center that everybody was dependent on into a migrant housing thing like in a little bitty poor town in mexico they're like bro where are all these people coming from? And they're leaving their mess, and they're they're all up in the downtown and affecting the daily life. But Raza over here, they don't really factor that in. They just already just think like, no, they're being mean to the nice grandmothers that are coming in. And then you, if you, once you look into like the footage of who and is actually coming, you see some pretty bad hombres, man. The dudes that got like the AK-47 tattoo all on the face and throwing up some crazy signs and saying where they're going and they're hopping off a train. And some of them got real bad criminal records. And it, when you see that, it's like the average person doesn't even know what's in their neighborhood, who's in their community, where they're going to end up. New York City's going through it. Chicago's going through it. A lot more. Like every town is a border town. So, so basically, so basically, with the whole what this all means, as far as like with the car, cargo operation shutting down in El Paso, means that you are not gonna get your shit. All your basically, takis, your takis, your, your <laughs> whatever's bucket, imported, tequilas, uh, maybe whatever is imported, Any, anything that, that you're goes through for, there. your little Mexican candies, none of that's coming through. It's gonna take well, a while to come through. At least know. through that particular bridge. Yeah. So a lot bridge. of shipments might be delayed until those agents can go get back. On work in the port, things that, are gonna be going slow. <laughs> I mean that, and that affects economics because, like, say, say you have a piñata store in San Antonio and you source some of your candies and materials and goodies and things that come through that particular port. 
you're, you're delayed. Like, you're out of the SpongeBob piñata. No, pues venía en el desen. And um, you're trying to figure out why you're out of these candies. It's like, man, the truck can't make it through because you got a thousand illegals that need to get processed, a.k.a. fake asylum claim, give a fake address, get a free ride to New York, and then they give you a court date in 10 years, and then you just don't show up. And depending, <laughs> and depending on what's being imported, prices go up on those things while they're here because now they're more scarce. So what does that mean? Prices go up already in an inflated market. So that means... Let's say I don't I don't know. Let's just name a product. Like let's just say there's probably know, all kinds of stuff. Like, coming like, yeah, there's gonna be all kinds of stuff. All I'm just making an example. Let's just say I don't like know some electronic like or some bullshit. appliances. Appliances, whatever. It could be like oh, this thing was like twenty bucks, but in a week it went up to like forty bucks, fifty bucks, sixty bucks because the demand is there, but we're having trouble getting it through. So yeah. and, and as as gas goes gets higher, that affects it. Um, we're just kind of breaking it down in layman's terms so that you understand, like, we're not just trying to spit this to you. We're trying to let you know, like, look, this is going to affect you in the long term. So if this does not get fixed, there's going to be more <coughs> issues coming along like that, where you're going to be like, why did the price go? Is inflation that bad? Well, no, but the border shut down the cargo place because it's like we got too many people coming in. Yeah, and that's going to have the, a major impact, bro. Like, it's already like billions of dollars in New York alone trying to um, take care of these people. You know, a lot of them ain't vaccinated at all, bro. Like, they bringing back some old stuff that, that we done eradicated already. So um, let us know in the comments, man. Have you seen anything? Like, I, I told my wife, we are finished dropping off the kids. And as it is, you see... You see certain type of, uh, you know, some homeless or some druggies. Like, you see riffraff that is just maybe citizens, right? Citizen riffraff. And and you might see, like, the alcoholic dude that's out in front of the gas station and, and somebody with the squeegee over here. You see the prostitute, wherever, right? It's Houston. And, and, and then I told my wife, I was like, once you start seeing, like, all these refugees from all these countries, like, in little groups, like, oh, man, Home Depot look extra packed. Or, like, huh. That gentleman didn't really seem like he was from here. Or, like, did you see the little family by the Walmart begging? It's like, well, where are they from, you know? And so on and so forth. I told her, I was like, like, man, just get ready. Because it might come to a point where it's like, you got to get out of cities. You're not going to see those people. Those people are in luxury hotels. <laughs> come on, bro. What are you talking about? They house them in luxury hotels. Oh, the our sanctuary. Home, our homeless get to stay on the street. They're veterans. Like, yeah, the ones that are homeless, that are veterans, that have been here. You know, Fought they the get country. the street, they get the cold, they get the heat, they get all that. The the migrants coming in, no, nah, no, nah, they get five star hotels that they took over. And what you, you talking about? And, and, you, and they do the laundry. Yeah, they get all that stuff. Fluff and fold laundry in New York. That's why a lot of them choose to go to New York versus somewhere else. But you know what's crazy about El Paso is I I believe they're a sanctuary city, and the border is broken, like. It's like you're a border town and you're a sanctuary city. Like, and I think it was like 2,200 migrants crossed through Del Rio in a day. 2,200 in a day. Del Rio doesn't even have like the biggest population. Del Rio is like. Del Rio barely got 2,200 people in it. Yeah, Del Rio's like (laughs) not. It's very tiny. It's very small, but you got like this, like a broken dam. 2,200 in a day, bro. Like, when people sit down and do the math, it's like the population greater than New York City has already come in. Like, 
I think the numbers like ten to thirteen million in the past like year and a half or something like that. And it's like, yo, all these folks, their kids got to go somewhere to school. They need to go. They need to work somewhere. You gonna need a place to live. You think them people can afford to pay rent in New York? Y'all know how much rent is in New York? Like. At what point do you kick them out of the hotels and say, hey, man, y'all good? Because we gave y'all six months, bro. Like, I was we- trying to be a comedian, and I wanted to move to New York. And then I saw the prices. I was like, no. Oh, no. I, didn't, I never knew you was a New York type of dream type of person. New York or California, those were the two places you would go back in the day. And, like, style-wise? look at that, it was like, oh. Oh, no, like, starving artist type of stuff, man. Yeah. Like, that's... Batallar, like you, man, this shit's hard, bro. Like it's expensive, um, but like style, style wise, you think like like was that a thing where you're like, oh, I, I could fit into the New York comedy style? I could have adapted it. That come like that would have been like just more. Just the only reason I was thinking New York is because you get more time, so you have the you have you had enough to where you could actually go. Like those open mics, I wouldn't mind going to on some of those because with those, it's like you can go to like at least if you hustle, like at least like eight mics in a day Golly. you know what I mean and really get all Jeez. like more that's why a lot of them are more advanced than some of the other ones because the open mic scene in the, that area was just outrageous where it's mm. like oh you could get time in if you knew how to where did um Mark Norman start New York. he's from New York he's from New York he's been in New York <clears throat> he's a New Yorker yeah oh where he's from originally uh, Louisiana and then he went up there and just put that's where he started doing comedy pretty mm-hmm. much mm-hmm. and um I wonder how many years he was like doing them open mics. Probably a lot. I mean, look how much he writes. Look, look, dude, I've seen his wallet. This boy will put out just a bunch of cue cards that he just has a set list on, and he's just like it's because he says like two hundred jokes and like his hour or whatever. He's just like it's like so many jokes. Wow. I don't even know how his brain compacts it because they're all just jokes so each joke is like just a minute like just boom next yes boom 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 boom. doesn't like elaborate or doesn't like i guess i gotta you gotta watch his style his style is different but he has like this whole topical type of like boom 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 think jerry seinfeld but darker Mm -hmm. that's how i look at it interesante uh red pill tamales man um we're probably gonna put out some red pill tamales merch uh so if you're a fan of rpt let us know just so we can figure out like nah bro you should probably make some amado team merch or like nah bro just make some uh some neighborhood sancho stuff like some tio Juve stuff guys if you enjoy the podcast man just tell your friends about it let them know share the link tell everybody about it like it that kind of stuff um just let everybody know like you know what i mean like know what know what you like from chingo and just kind of share it a little bit i think that uh, that that'd be your part as far as like if you can't make it to a show or something but you're like man i want to support but you know things are hard right now just like and share the video comment on them share share whatever you gotta share subscribe that'd be cool be a part of the crew be a part. uh and if you want to uh, dig deeper and join the discord join the community hit up patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales sign up and uh join the community man and we'll be waiting for you but if i were to believe it talk to you next time on the patreon